Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. That's Tanner Hendricks and I'm Brandon Kylie. Right now, we are very happy to go out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line to be joined by Joey Vitale, the Blues analyst for 101 ESPN. He's been watching a whole lot of hockey. He's going to be on the call for Blues hockey on Saturday night. Joey, we appreciate the time Joey, as always, man. How you doing Joey, today? Joey, Joey. <sighs> What's up, boys? Doing great. Doing a, just, just doing great. Great fall day. Went for a nice walk this morning. Uh, pumpkins are everywhere in Kirkwood. Uh, life's good, guys. Life's good. Joe, I got a question. We were texting back and forth to set up the time today, and you texted me back at 4.30 in the morning. Is this what I have to look forward to? Like, are you up at 3 a.m. with your kids? You know, I actually was uh, – I gave you a break by texting you that late. I thought, you know what? I'm that not late, that like, late. Excuse <laughs> yeah, me? I wanted, I wanted to – yeah, I didn't listen. I, I wanted to text you back right away, but 3 o'clock I thought was a little bit early. Uh, yeah, it's – it's um it's early to bed, early to rise in, in this household. Uh, I feel like, like I said, I'm running a definitely running a some sort of a farm bed and breakfast over <laughs> here where there's just there's chores, there's work to be done at every turn. And you know what? To me, I, the only time I ever find any quiet or silence in my entire world is if if I force myself to get up uh, around that like three o'clock mark. How do you do uh, it, Joe? And, I'm exhausted you know, every time I try it. Joey, it, he it, goes to sleep at eight p.m. and, and then still, still gets exhausted. up at like nine a.m. Listen, you it, you're, you're not waking up refreshed, but I'm telling you, I, it, to me, it's worth it's worth getting up at three, being tired, and then but having an hour and a half uh, of time to myself versus getting that extra hour and a half or two hours in, but then waking up into to chaos. chaos. And listen, like when you yeah. know what I mean? It's like it's like a bomb goes off. It's like boom, you wake up and it's just like it's just guns, guns are flying and bullets and trap metals everywhere and. To me, I need I need that little bit of a reset, just a little bit of a calm, uh, quiet morning, especially this time of the year. I sit on my porch, cup of coffee, and just and just do my thing. So that's like that's it. why I get up so early. And Alex, I do apologize. I will back it up to no. five a.m. No, don't <laughs> apologize, Joe. I'm trying to figure out how to accomplish that, so I don't do that. So I'm just trying to figure out how to be like Joe, to where you can get up that early and like have the day already going. I'm not trying to be well, like you, Joey. Not in that capacity. Every other capacity, definitely. But I don't want to be up at three a.m. That sounds awful. <laughs> well, it's and it's funny. I, I never used to get up so early, but it's actually when I got uh, my injury that the, the the fight that obviously ended my career um, there with Kevin Miller. He you know completely just put my face through the ringer, my head through the ringer and the whole nine yards. And, and, you know, one of the side effects of, of my injury and then all the, the medication I was on is that I became like an insomniac immediately. And I was up all night throughout my injury and my recovery, which was a hard, hard phase, obviously. But, you know, now that I've healed and moved on from all of it, but the one, the one lingering effect I would say from, from all those concussions, especially that last one I had is that I just, I, I've been up all night. So really it started, it started on the injury and that's, and that's kind of where I turned to bread and did some hobbies in the middle of the night that was quiet. And then, and obviously now, um, it's still one of those things that I just don't sleep all that well. But at the end of the day, you know, when you have five kids, you kind of need to get up early anyway. So it's kind it's of true. worked out for my benefit. 
Joey Vitale is our guest here on 101 ESPN. Hey, Joey, I wanted to ask you about a quote that Craig Berube gave to the fast lane yesterday. I'll play this for you, and then we can react to it on the other side. O'Reilly played with Perron a long time here. Uh, it's a certain style of play that they have. You know, that's not going to happen with Kyrie. He's a different player. So they got to feel each other out, and, and you know, they got to give and take a little bit to make it work. That's the bottom line. Joey, how long do you think it takes to develop that kind of chemistry? Because as he mentioned there, Ryan O'Reilly played a very specific style, a very specific game with David Perron for a number of years, and it worked to, to a high level here in St. Louis. How long do you, do you think it'll take for him and Kairou to get on the same page and to develop a, a similar kind of chemistry? I don't think it's going to take very long, and I think the reason why is because because you're just looking at a player like Ryan O'Reilly, who mentally, spiritually, emotionally, I mean, physically, every, he's got every attribute that, that you need to have for a player that has to adjust um, the spur of the moment. You know, Ryan, I, I go back to a conversation I had with him right after the Blues won the Stanley Cup, and I asked him, you know, heading into you know the 2020 season, you know, how, how are you guys going to mimic what you did last year? How, how are you going to do that and then bring it up another level? Uh, as far as, you know, every, everything about him, everything about the team. And, you know, we had a great conversation about it. And it kind of, to, to give you an idea uh, how Ryan's mind works, you know, he, he said, well, if we played the exact same way we did last year, we're, we're going we're gonna to be beat. This, this, this league, um, nowadays, you have to always be adjusting, right? He talked about how last year, you know, it just wasn't unfolding, right? It, just, it wasn't really even a dream come true, he said. It was more of just like an unfolding of events. And it's an interesting, interesting way to think about it. But he, but you know, moving into that next season, it wasn't necessarily just about the forecheck and hard hitting and smash mouth. And, and quite frankly, it's going to be very hard to sustain that type of hockey throughout the whole season. So he talked about how having to continually be adjusting, uh, improvising, and, and moving, moving forward from there. So that's that's how he thinks uh, on a day in and day out basis, year in year out basis. So to me, and the reason I bring this up is because this situation is no different for Ryan. I mean, he he can't get stuck in his way of how he played with David Perron. Even if David Perron was still here, he would continually be looking for different ways to improve. But now this is going to be a challenge for him, and I think he's up for the challenge where uh, his game is going to have to adjust around Cairo, right? I don't. I think it's less about. Kairou adjusting to O'Reilly and more about O'Reilly adjusting to Kairou, if that makes any sense at all. I think, I think Ryan understands the skill set of Kairou, his speed, um, his quickness, his ability to, to slice through defenders. I mean, he, he to me is like, an, he's got a lot of Evgeny Malkin in him where he can like slice through guys like butter. And I think that that's one of Kairou's big best attributes and his ability to get his, his shot off with, with sticks in his way is, is incredible. So these are all the gifts that Kairou has. Now, Ryan's a smart guy. He's saying, okay, well, this, this, obviously this monster, I'm going to, I'm going to figure out a way to feed this guy. So I, I need to adjust my game around what he's going to do. And, and it's funny because a lot of times you see young players join veterans and the young guys are like, what do I got to do to adjust for this veteran? But I actually, quite frankly, I think it's going to be the opposite. I think it's going to be Ryan looking at Kairou, figuring out what he does great, um, learning alongside of him and then adjusting his game accordingly. Joe, I think a lot of Blues fans, when when they hear Craig Berube coach team, they think of the physical play, and I think that's what fans are hoping for, that they're going to get on the fourth line now with more uh, consistency. But do you believe that there's going to be more skill in this team offensively this season than what we've seen in years past? You know, I think that 
I do now based off of what happened last year, you know, cause, cause Thomas and Cairo up until the beginning, I mean, this time last year, we, we, sh- we still weren't really quite sure what we had in Cairo. We, we felt it coming with Thomas, but because of the breakout seasons that they had last year, I think that now we know for, for certain, this is, this is one of the best looking uh, four depth death groups that we've seen in a very long time. You know, I said it, you know, kind of my hot take with you, Alex, on our fourth period post game, you know, last week was I think Robert Thomas has every ability to get 100 points this year, especially mm-hmm. playing alongside of Tarasenko and, and Pavel Buchnevich, assuming health. I think that he, he can get 200 points. You know, Craig Berube has, like Ryan O'Reilly, it's, it's funny, two of, them, two of them remind me so much of each other. You want to talk about just adjustment, um, adjusting year in, year out. You're right. Um, when he came on, on the scenes, he, he needed to instill confidence. He needed to instill a work, a work ethic back into this group. He did that. It worked. They win a cup. And, and it seems like every year that has followed, uh, I would say that Craig has given up more and more power each and every year. And I think that I say that in the best way where I think that you have so many coaches in this league now that they're like that, that just absolute dictatorship type of coach, just in your face, rah, 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 yelling, screaming. And, and Craig's actually, I think he's, he's going the other way where you hear the assistant coaches talk about it all the time. Jim Montgomery, Steve Ott was that, you know, Craig's improved as a coach because he's pushed off responsibilities to the, to the guys around him. I mean, he's, he's completely given Craig McTavish the, the, the green light and, and the long rope and the long leash to, to take this penalty kill and, and to get it back to where it was last year. And, and he's kind of hands off and he's going to you know put obviously his input in here and there, but for the most part, he lets these guys have it. So I think from your question about how he continues to adjust with the skill level, I think he's looking at this group of what it is. And, and this group is not to me a smash mouth team. Um, it hasn't been for a couple of years. I think that he knows that and he's smart enough to recognize that and say, you know what? I love to play smash ball hockey, but if I don't have the soldiers to do it, then, you know, what's really going to happen is we're not going to make the playoffs and lose my job. I have to, I have to look at the pieces that I have here and I have to adjust my style to the players that we have. And I think that's what he's so good about. He's not stuck in his old ways. He's not stubborn. He's continually wanting to adjust. He loves to get feedback. And at the end of the day, um, I, I recognize this with Craig more than more than any team I played for or, or any team that I really hear about. He he is this 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 is their team. Like you know, this is he talks to O'Reilly, he talks to Shen, and but this is all about them. And and he he is such a good coach about um, allowing the the leadership of the veterans. You know, you know, have input on days off and, and practice plans and, and, and situations during games. And but essentially, he he's done a very good job of of giving up power to assistant coaches and giving up power to these players where essentially you're giving the power to them. And at the end of the day, it's 13. Joey, we appreciate the time as always, man. I can't wait to hear you on the call for the first game of the blue season. That's coming up on Saturday night blues versus blue jackets. People will hear that right here on one one ESPN with pregame starting at six o'clock featuring you and Alex Ferrario. Appreciate the time as always we'll talk with, with you again next week. You got it fellas. You guys have a great week. We'll talk to you then. Peloton. Let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.